This teaching is brought to you by Christian Family Church International. Area of your emotions or emotional things. Just keep your hands up. Wave it at me. So many. So many. You know, I've realized that it's not the obvious things. Like, I need a job. It's the emotional things that goes with that, that people are struggling with. So what I'm going to do right now is is that before we allow the Spirit of God to minister to us, I'm going to show us again Pastor Theo's short message. I almost thought it was a dog. Sorry. I'm going to show the short message of Apostle Theo. And then we're going to come back and we're going to allow the Spirit of God to move. Are you ready? Amen. Praise the Lord. So what I would like to do, family, just keep this in the back of your mind. As soon as the video is finished, the band's going to play. I want you to stand so we just ready ourselves for impartation of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So let's watch the video. Hi, family. Thank you for all of your prayers of faith and wishes of love and encouragement from around the world. It's impossible for me to reply to everybody and I'm totally blown away by how many people contacted me to wish me and pray for me. I'm very, very encouraged by all of that. Now, I had this widow make a heart attack last week on Tuesday night, actually Wednesday early hours of the morning. I suffered for about five hours or four hours with this terrible, terrible pain before I decided to call the doctor across the street who had us sent to to a major hospital here in San Antonio. They did the surgery and they put me in intensive care for six days. I want to express my deep and sincere appreciation to the Lord for delivering me, delivering me from this widow maker heart attack. And that's what the surgeon told me. Then, after recovering very well, after spending six days in intensive care, I improved to such a degree that the doctors all released me to go home. So another praise God, I'm so glad I'm home. And I believe, and Pastor Bev and I are in agreement, and I'd love you to join us in this agreement of faith. My confession is that I have a brand new heart. The Lord is the strength of my life and that I am continuing to receive the knowledge of God's will for every area of my life in all wisdom and spiritual understanding that I I might fully please the Father in all things. I know a lot of folks have asked the question, how come this happened to Apostle Theo when his shield of faith was up, how could the devil do this? Or how did God allow it? All these questions are going on. 
Well, let me say, this was not the devil's fault. Neither was it the father's fault. Definitely not the father's fault. It's totally my fault. Because the father tried to warn me from January. He spoke to me several times, at least a dozen times, to go and have my arteries checked with ultrasound. All the way through to my legs, my ankles, my stomach, my heart, my throat. And I did make an appointment with a certain company to do this. The first option they gave me was April. And then uh, they closed down for the COVID season and said they would contact me. But I should have gone somewhere else. The Holy Spirit kept warning me, go and have this ultrasound done of your arteries. And it would have shown that my arteries were blocked. And the one, when I finally had this heart attack, was blocked 100%, the main artery. And the second one, 60%. So that was discovered at the hospital, obviously. But I should have gone and had this done. Had I had it done, I could have corrected this. Because once before, 10 years ago, these two arteries were blocked 30% each. And Dr. Brian Badoff took me to Lexfield Hospital and they examined me by ultrasound. And, but I took, I took uh, certain um, vitamins and cleared it out by the grace of God. And so I knew what to do to stay completely free from blocked arteries, which worked for me was salmon oil, fish oil, omega-3, and vitamin E. Nevertheless, that cleared my arteries out for 10 years. Then the last few years, I've been introducing fried foods into my diet. Why, I don't know, which is something I never used to do. I'd eat calamari, fried calamari. I'd eat crab cakes from this amazing restaurant called Papa Do's, which uh, the food is so delicious. I have to drive a big circle around it now not to be tempted to go in there. But anyway, um, I won't be tempted to go in there. But anyway, um, I would have stopped that immediately had I seen my arteries have blocked. But another problem was, equally as bad, is that I would work until midnight to two o'clock in the morning. My average night was to finish up somewhere between midnight and two in the morning. And when I woke up, I'd start again. So I worked like that, except for Friday. So I worked like that six days a week. And um, it was Sunday afternoon. I did take some time off after church, about five o'clock. So, um, and Pastor Bev kept talking about this. You know, you, you burn a candle at both ends. You can't do this. You're human, blah, 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 blah. And um, so I actually was my own worst enemy. I had nothing with God. He tried, to, he tried to tell me, and I didn't pay close enough attention to it. I didn't, I didn't act on it like I should have. 
And I was using my faith to stay well. And if I wasn't doing that, I wouldn't be here today, I can tell you that. Anyhow, you know, Paul the Apostle appealed to Caesar when he was on trial. And they agreed. They put him on a boat, take him to Rome, to Italy. He left Jerusalem and eventually got the island of Crete. And they pulled in at a harbor at Crete called Fair Havens. And then the sailors wanted to leave Fair Havens and go to Phoenix, which is a day or two's journey by boat, also on the island of Crete. And those years, obviously, they used sails. And Paul sensed in his heart that if they moved out of Fair Havens, that they would be swept away and the ship would be destroyed, their lives were in danger, and an, an injury and all that. So they told the captain in charge of him to take him to Rome. He said, listen, that's what I sense in my heart. This, we are in danger leaving you. So this man, this senior soldier, consulted in the Roman army, consulted with the owner of the ship and the uh, sailors. And they said, look, it's great weather. Nothing to stop us. This is not a good harbor to winter in. Let's go to Phoenix. It's but all the things we need there. So he said, we're going. The captain of the army said, we're going. So off they went. And of course, what Paul said happened. They got blown away. Many days later, they're throwing everything overboard except what they need to survive on. And, and all hope was gone. And Paul went downstairs and stayed there and prayed and sought the Lord. And an angel of God appeared to Paul and said, Do not fear, Paul. For the Lord says, You will be shipwrecked on an island and no one's life will be lost. Everyone's life has been saved for your sake. God protected all those people, whether godly or not, because of Paul. Now, here's the thing. They went through that hell of a storm because they didn't listen. And I've learned through the years that if I listen to God, I will avoid the storm. But if I don't, I have to go through the storm. He'll be with me, but it's not going to be pleasant. And so I went through this storm. It was the worst pain I've ever had in my life many years ago, because I don't like any drugs in my body, I said to the dentist back in Janisburg, want to give me some drilling and stuff, my teeth. I don't remember what it was, a root canal or what, I don't remember. But I said to him, I don't like injections of drugs. I'm going to do this without injection. He says, it's going to be extremely painful. I said, I don't mind the pain. I just don't want bad stuff in my body. So they, he drilled, and I mean, I was, gasp, I was gasping for, for air. 
So he stopped like every one minute. Are you okay? Are you okay? And then eventually when he was done, I went and slept for three hours. And um, I'm sure my hands have left the mark in that chair to this day. The pain is so bad. But what I had happen to me here a week ago, eight days, nine days ago, ten days ago, was even worse. The pain was worse than that. I confessed the word to myself for about two hours until I couldn't speak anymore. And then I managed to call Pastor Bev and she saw me on the floor in the dressing room. And she told me, what's going on? I said, just confess the word over me. And it was about an hour or two later when I said, call the doctor across the street and take me to hospital. But I had to go through the storm. That's the bottom line, my own fault. I've learned a very important lesson here. And I've said this so many times, right? Always instantly obey the voice of your spirit. So hopefully that lesson is something we can revisit, reevaluate, and make sure we listen. Amen. But anyway, <clears throat> I have a brand new heart. I'm on top, and I'm going to take a little rest. But I'll be back in the saddle, preaching my heart out to you soon. Love you all. God bless you. Hallelujah, family. Everybody stand. Thank you. Everybody stand. Keep playing in the background, guys. Close your eyes. Just press in, press in, press in. Allow the Spirit of God to minister to you. Just invite him in right now. Thank you, Jesus. Now I know three people at least that has had major heart surgery. Apostle Theo had this stents put in his heart, recovered, and we're going to agree with him that he has a new heart. I need my spiritual father. I know uh, Pastor Lee's dad is in hospital right now, recovering from a, from a bypass surgery. I know Ivan at the Waffler has successfully gone through his heart bypass And maybe there are some of you right here now today that you're believing somebody that's got heart conditions, heart problems, maybe going for operations. As I said to Ivan, I said, Ivan, don't play with this. Go and have the surgery done. It doesn't mean because you've had the surgery done, you don't have faith. Trust the doctor and believe God to heal you and quickly recover so you can do the work of the Lord. Amen. Raise your hands. Let's agree. Where two or three are gathered in my name, 
There I am in the midst of them. Where two or three shall agree, touching anything, it shall be done for them. Father, this, this evening, we bring before you, Father, specifically Apostle Theo, Ivan, Apostle Lee's dad, and for those also that are going through a similar condition, Father, we bring them all before you. We bring them to your remembrance. And we declare by the authority of the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth that Apostle Theo and all these people, they have brand new hearts. No scar tissue in their hearts. Complete healing and restoration of their hearts and their heart muscles, their arteries in the name of Jesus. Father, we release now your anointing upon it. Your name is Jehovah Rapha. You are the healer. You are the physician. You are the life giver. You make us immune to diseases. Father, I thank you in Jesus' name. Come on, family, let's pray. For 30 seconds, minister to now. Minister to those people. Bring them before the Lord. Pray in your, in your heavenly tongue. Come, let me hear you. You're watching by live stream. I want to hear you all the way over the airwaves in your lounge at the airport wherever you are now in your car pray in the spirit come on corporately let's pray let's agree we agree in the name of Jesus complete restoration of that heart organ we thank you father that they are filled with the knowledge of your will with all spiritual wisdom and understanding that they will please you in everything that they do that they will please the father we thank you father that they know exactly what to do. We thank you for new hearts, complete restoration, complete, complete healing in their bodies in Jesus' name so that they can do the work of the ministry. We give you all the praise. We give you all the praise, all the praise, all the praise in Jesus' name. Release your faith. Jesus name if you receive that say amen amen just stay in that posture don't let anything interfere with the presence of the Lord as I said earlier stay in that presence <clears throat> so many people yes there are people that have lost their jobs Yes, there are people that perhaps needs to make a decision on something big, huge. But just in the last week or two, I've encountered so many people that are dealing with emotional, they need emotional healing. People feel like they've been rejected. People are being rejected. People are are shunned they're not accepted and for the most part it's difficult to accept that people feel they are of no value and so they can't function properly trying to make inroads in, into life into this world and with their family and they feel like they're not accepted so a lot of emotional rejection that our sense is going on but then you're also dealing with emotional decisions that you have to make this decisions that you have to make in your life and they're emotional because you somehow perhaps even emotionally attached to that decision and it's difficult for you to to know what is right and what is wrong 
And the Bible says in 1 Kings 3 and verse 9, give me a discerning heart, Lord. In other words, a heart that can hear the Spirit of God and the ability to distinguish between right and wrong. Right is not always right and wrong is not always wrong. If God says it's right, then even wrong can be right. Now, we're not talking about making a sin right. Amen. But then thirdly, there are people that are struggling emotionally, dealing with emotional issues in their families. But you are partly to blame, like Apostle Theo says. There are things that are holding you back. There are things that you are allowing in your life. And those things are causing a hold, a stranglehold, a choke in your life. And you're wondering, why am I not seeing the victory in this area? Keep your eyes closed. Keep your eyes closed. Why am I not seeing a, a breakthrough in this area? But you're not letting go of that thing. That thing. You know what it is. And it's causing a separation between you and your God. The Bible says in Isaiah 61, the mighty spirit of the Lord Yahweh is wrapped around me. It's his anointing. This is prophetically speaking about Jesus and what Jesus will do, being prophesied by the prophet Isaiah. There is an anointing upon us when we are in Christ, but the anointing is upon God himself, Jesus, Yahweh. But he has also anointed me <laughs> to bring good news to the poor. Not those that are financially poor, but poor in spirit, poor in emotion, poor in healing. Look what it says here. It says, he sent me Jesus. He sent Jesus. He sent Jesus to heal the wounds of the brokenhearted. Yes, some people are just destroyed by the words of other people. You know, there are families that are caught in a situation. And you're asking, why is this happening to us? Maybe it's because of your children. Maybe it's because of your spouse. Why is it happening to us? We've been so faithful and you feel brokenhearted. And I want you to know tonight, he sent Jesus to heal the brokenhearted and to tell those that are captive, you are free. Did you hear me? You are free. You are free. So if Jesus has said it, you need to receive it. You need to break the yoke. Let's go on. And to tell the prisoners, some of you, some of us are prisoners in our minds. Some of us are prisoners in our actions. Some of us are prisoners in what we say or do. Some of us are prisoners in what we allow in our lives. Tell the prisoners, you are free. Be free from your darkness. Be free. I prophesy to you. Be free from your darkness. I bind that stronghold over your life. I command it to go in the name of Jesus. 
But you've got to let it go, family. You've got to let it go. Jesus was sent to announce the good season of Yahweh's grace. And a time of God's recompense of his enemies. It's not time to take judgment against them. But to comfort all who are in sorrow. We promise as this church, if you're in sorrow, if you're hurting, we want to help you. To strengthen those crushed by despair. Like you feel like, I'm never going to get through this thing. Never going to get to the other side. It's been 10 years, 15 years, 20 years. When will I get to the other side? When will it stop? To give them a beautiful bouquet in the place of ashes. I love that in, in the NIV it says to bestow beauty instead of ashes. You see many people through the things that's happened in your life, family. You've accepted it. You've accepted the ashes. And you think it's impossible for the Spirit of God to ignite the ash. And you've almost like given up. I want you to know tonight that the Lord wants to bestow beauty instead of ashes. It's yours. It's prophesied. It's prophesied. It's yours in Jesus' name. And then it goes on to say, and the oil of bliss or the oil of gladness instead of tears. Many tears. And the mantle of joyous praise instead of the spirit of heaviness. You will notice from this, you have to make the decision to be joyful, to let go of the mantle of oppression, of depression. In Jesus' name, close your eyes, raise your hands right now. Where are you standing? Just bring it up, bring it up, bring it up. Thank you, Father. Where are you at? For 30 seconds, just minister to the Lord. Just minister to the Lord. Just tell me how much you love him. Just tell him how much you love him. Thank you, Father. Holy Spirit, we worship you. Where you at? Just in your own way. Just tell him how much you love him. Now in your heavenly tongue, just minister to him. In your heavenly tongue, minister to him. Minister to him. Minister to him. Minister to him. Come on, give him praise. Give him praise. Give him praise. The Spirit of the Lord come to bestow beauty instead of ashes. Bliss, joy, freedom. Bind the change. Throw off cast off the chains everything that's holding you back tonight causing you disallowing you to be free emotionally 
things that are holding you back. And you know what it is. Make a choice now with your hands raised. Says, I surrender tonight. Tonight, Lord, I surrender. I've had enough. I'm going to change my life. You see, family, it starts with ourselves. Perhaps it's in our families. Maybe it's something at work. Maybe it's challenges in your life that you've perhaps caused or that's been caused towards you. But you're going to take authority over those things and you can't have unforgiveness. So you've got to forgive. So where are you at tonight with your hands raised? Whatever it is, in your posture before the Lord right now. Whatever it is that you need to let go of. Whatever it is that you need to release. Whatever you know, there's an open door in your life. Close it. Close it. Renounce that thing in the name of Jesus. Father, I take authority over every demonic activity in the lives of the people watching on the screen here present tonight in the various venues. I take authority over Satan in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And Satan, we declare you have no authority in the people's lives. If they repent, if they forgive, you have no authority. You have no hold. You have no position in the name of Jesus. Because in that day, when you appear, Lord Jesus, every knee will bow. Satan, your knee will bow. Your knee needs to bow to sickness. <laughs> thank you. Sickness has to bow in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you now. We thank you for emotional release. We release that thing. We release that thing in the name of Jesus. We ask you, Father, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. We release it. Come on, family, close that door. Purpose today. Come on, take a stand. Say, that's it. Enough is enough. No more of this. I'm going to forgive. I'm going to forgive. I'm going to let go. I'm going to close the door on that thing. No more in the name of Jesus. Come on, give him praise. 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 Yes, come on. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Say this with me, Lord Jesus, from this day, I close the door on these things. Name it, whatever it is, in your own, under your breath, name it. I close the door on this thing, that thing. Maybe it's lust. Maybe you're involved in demonic activity. Maybe involved in sexual relationships outside of marriage. Maybe struggling with, struggling with oppression. Maybe struggling with rejection. Maybe you have not forgiven that person. I close that door. Lord Jesus, I close that door. Say this. From this day, I declare that I am filled with the knowledge of your will. With all spiritual wisdom and understanding. That I might please you in everything that I do. Lord Jesus, I take authority and I denounce the activities of the devil over my life. I resist you, Satan, in the name of Jesus. From this moment, I will live for you. Fill my heart, Holy Spirit. Heal me. Cleanse me. Set me free. Bestow beauty instead of ashes. With your eyes closed, 
your hands raised or whatever posture you would like to be in. Keep the music there. Now release it. You've said it, but now do it. Say it. Whatever, is, whatever happened, whatever it is the thing, release it. Forgive. Say it. Release. I, I forgive you. I release that thing. I close the door. You see, family, if you live in your memories, when your memories are greater than your dreams, you're not moving forward. If your memories are in the days, yesterday, when, when we did this, when we did that, when they were not so ugly to me, then this happened. Forget about the things of the past. Have a new dream. Have a new vision. Move forward. Otherwise, you'll always stay in your memories. The things that people hurt you, leave it there. Leave it tonight. You're leaving it at the, at the altar. Leave it at the altar in Jesus' name. Now, once again, close your eyes. Raise your hands to heaven. You as well, watching by live stream and all the venues all over. Now, release it. We release it, Father, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. We worship you. We praise you. Now, the Bible speaks about many forms of praise and worship. And one of them that always has stood out for me is praise that is called tahila. The definition of tahila is exuberant, over-the-top praise. <laughs> if you have been set free, how many of you can tahila? How many of you can tahila? Come on, band, work with me here. Come on, I want you to tahila now. I want you to thank God that you are free. You've been set free. It is done in the name of Jesus, by the authority of the name of Jesus. Come on, family, wherever you are, tahila, tahila, over the top, over the top. We thank you, Father. We worship you. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. Holy Spirit, yes, hallelujah. You are welcome here. You are welcome, Holy Spirit. We worship you. Come on, family, tahila. Tahila, exuberant, over the top. Come on, dance, jump. I don't care what it is. If you have been set free, be free in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Come on, sing. Every head bowed, every eye closed. If you're here tonight and watching on the live stream, even in all the other venues, on the outside, and the two other venues, the theater, the Dr. Bev, nobody moving around right now. If you say to me, Pastor Johnny, my life is not right with Jesus. Jesus is not Lord and Savior of my life. But I realize that if 
I accept him and receive him, I can be called a son of God, a daughter of God. And my life can change. And I promise you, family, if you receive him as Lord and Savior, that's exactly what he will be to you. Lord of your life, Savior of your life. And you can live in complete victory and peace. If you don't have that and you want that, Pastor Johnny, please pray for me. I want to receive Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. Then in a moment, I'm going to ask you to raise your hand. Second invitation is that if you've served the Lord, but you no longer do, and you want to make right, you want to restore your relationship, then I'm going to ask you in a moment just to raise your hand, indicate to me. Every head is bowed, every eye is closed. And lastly, if you say, Pastor Johnny, I don't have assurance of my salvation. I don't know if I were to die tonight, whether I would go to heaven or hell. I want to give you the assurance that when we pray that, you can have that assurance. Now, if that is you at any one of those three invitations, I'm going to ask you just to raise your hand. Show me so that I can just see there's somebody says, here I am, Pastor Johnny. Pray for me. One, two, three. Wherever you are. I see you. Thank you. I see those hands. I see those hands. Thank you. I see those hands. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You may take it down if you want to. Otherwise, you can keep it up. Whatever you would like to do. You're free to do whatever you want to do. I'm going to ask you that raised your hand. You, even watching by live stream, in the other venues, if you raised your hand, I'm going to ask you to say this prayer out aloud. Because the Bible says we believe in the heart and confession is made with the mouth. But for your benefit, we are all going to say this prayer together. Amen? Let's say this. Father in heaven, come to you in the name of Jesus. Thank you for sending Jesus to die on a cross for me. He took my pain, my sin, my fears, my emotions. He took it to the cross and he died for my sin. Then he went to hell, paid the price so that I can be free. Father, I thank you. I receive what Jesus has done for me and I declare he is Lord and he is Savior of my life. I receive you. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray this. Amen. Well, God bless you. Congratulations. Yes, let's just give them a round of applause. Now, if you've made that decision, we would really like to connect with you. and We would like to take you to a place of prayer. So won't you just step out into the aisles. We won't go to you, but step out into the aisles. There will be somebody, some of our workers, our dream teamers that will help you. And we're going to take you to our prayer area, our salvation room. And we're just going to hand you out something small. Just pray with you. If you're in the other venues, the pastors are already there. They will bring you across. If you're online and you got saved tonight, tonight then won't you text us? saved at 4991 and we're going to connect with you in the days to come amen praise the lord thank you for joining us during this episode of living life with dr theo and bev fulmerance we hope that through this inspired teaching you had an encounter with god if you enjoy the teaching ministry of apostle theo and dr bev fulmerance and would like to enjoy more resources we hope you will visit our website at www.christianfamilychurch.co.za or for our american listeners www.christianfamilychurchsa.com